cliffcentral.com. Well, it's time, Pums, for us to turn our attention to Dr. Mark, who is standing by. Uh, here he is. Uh, Dr. Mark, how's it? How are you? This is Morning, Gareth. I'm fine in you. Yeah, it's nice to see you. So, Dr. Mark, uh, Pumi and I are standing by to be regaled with all kinds of interesting stories from you this morning. And we got lots to talk about. Um, you've also had a couple of really interesting shows lately. Tell us what's going on in this week's show. You know, with this week's show, we're going to look at delayed onset of puberty and specifically puberty in boys. Um, I've been hmm. getting a couple of patients bringing their children through the practice and it's um, okay. These guys are now 15 and 16, short and smaller than their peers, and suddenly they think they have delayed onset of puberty. So, uh, you know what, I think it's something that we should definitely be discussing. All right. Well, I mean, you know, there, there are... 50, how is 15 delayed? 15 is, is, a, is 15 about right. I mean, like, you know, what, what is the right age? Uh, I'm way past this. So I haven't thought about this in a thousand years. But, you know, Pumi's got a son who's around about that age. So what should be the uh, the age? Should a parent worry if their kid hasn't hit puberty at like 17? Um, if they haven't hit puberty at 17, there's a big yes, problem. you should worry. Right. Okay. So puberty usually starts in boys around the age of 10, 11. Um, but there's signs of, of, of it happening. And I think this is something that we need to understand. Um, we have a couple of stages of puberty. They're called the Tanner stages. Now, I'm not going to go into them in detail. But um, if you want to know more, you can listen a little bit later. Mm-hmm. But puberty starts with enlargement of the testicles first. And then right. um, we get a little bit of development of space. Here's around the penis, maybe under the arm, and then the penis starts enlarging, and then we start progressing to the place where the voice starts changing, we get a little bit taller, and there's um, a bit of, of, of muscle growth. Now, that happens over a period of time, and what we need to remember is that this is different for every boy. Um, factors that play a role there in the onset of puberty is whether your father or your mother or both um, were also late bloomers. Um, so if, if you didn't go into puberty um, or start puberty uh, with, your, with your friends at the same time, uh, you know what, you're more likely that your, your, your kids would also be a little bit late. But I have a a question about the food we eat. And we've spoken before with you, Dr. Mark, about all of the the various things we put into our bodies. Could um, all the hormones that is in all of the stuff we eat, the chicken, the um, play a role in some of what parents Mm. are seeing as delayed onset of puberty or even an early onset of puberty? I, I think um, that's a very valid question to ask. If we, if we think about what sets puberty um, uh, on the go, it's a hormonal cascade that happens from the brain to your pituitary gland and then from the pituitary gland 
to your testicles and ovaries. <coughs> now, the biggest hormones that are involved there are the gonadotropins, and it basically it says exactly what they are. Gonads refer to uh, the testicles and the ovaries, and tropins mean that they are stimulating. And then they work on the pituitary gland and they release a hormone called follicle-stimulating hormone. Now, this is what's responsible for sperm production and ovulation in girls. Um, now, it goes hand-in-hand hand with luteinizing hormone, which is responsible for the formation of testosterone. So if anything in your hormonal cascade that starts in the brain goes wrong somewhere along the line, your testicles either do not get the um, message to develop or they are unable from a physical perspective to develop. So the brain doesn't send the message, the testicles doesn't get the message, or they're not able to develop. And um, we can delay or enhance this through diet um, and hormonal diets or hormonal exposure. So if we if we look at celiac disease, for instance, which is a malabsorption disease, this is where you have a very bad gluten intolerance. Mm-hmm. Um, it's associated with a delayed onset of puberty for a simple reason. These kids cannot absorb enough nutrients. So children who are underfed, and I think we are seeing this more and more in our rural areas, um, children that have um, uh, constitutional growth delay, where they literally, there's not enough food for them to feed the body and fuel the body so that they do not grow, go into puberty later. Now, most guys, and these are the predominant ones that I'm seeing in my practice, they're rugby players and they were good in primary school and now their friends are going into puberty and they're not catching up to their friends and now suddenly they're in delayed puberty, but they have a full bush of puberty. So um, it, that is a, a growth delay. So full full bush. That, full that bush is a show. A- yeah, Shocking. full bush is a surefire way to know, right, Doc? Yeah, I mean, no, that's you know, but they, they do catch up, but, but they just catch up a little bit later. So they're the same height as, as everyone else after puberty um, or in adult life. So, you know, it, it's these investigations that you need to do. I think the most uh, pertinent thing that we have to take out of this is be aware there is something that like delayed onset or early onset, which is also called precocious puberty. Now, I find most people precocious nowadays. Do some tests and it's a simple blood test and it's fairly easy to treat. So in the hood, when I was growing up, one of the the surefire ways of knowing it, and they used to call it atolitoli. It's like adolescence, like when you're Sally, when you're that teenager, and all of the teenageness. Is any of that stuff like um, the the mood swings, the the bad attitude, are any of those things, Doctor Mark? One of the ways that you can then decide if. 
puberty is like on its way. You're, you, it's here or it's on its way. You may not be as tall or your voice lowered or any of those things. My rather attitude is also part of the, or not. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> you know what? You, you can spot a teenager from a distance. Now, I, I don't have <laughs> children, but I do know that it's far easier to raise boys than it is to raise girls because boys just want to be left a room, uh, alone in a room. They entertain themselves. Also, what are they doing? What are they doing in their room all by themselves? Do you really want to know? I do. (laughs) Is that why the room smells so bad? Oh my God. (laughs) Um, You know, it it, it depends on how much asparagus they're eating. (laughs) Oh, oh, that's appalling. Good Lord. Sorry, she asked. <laughs> this this uh, topic is sinking us down into it's all, all us... kinds of la- layers of hell. <laughs> this topic. Dr. All right. Mark. So, what what do you say about um, the the variety of puberty puberty blockers that are suddenly all the rage, especially in America, with all this transgender stuff and what they call gender affirming care? Um, do we have such things in South Africa? Has it become a thing here? Is it something parents need to worry about? And what do these puberty blockers do? Well, you know, and again, Gareth, it's uh, it's that simple thing. They're going to change um, the hormonal signaling to to your um, gonads, either the testicles or the ovaria, and you can that happens in the brain either that you sever the hypothalamus pituitary axis or the pituitary gonadal axis, and that can be suppressed. So a lot of your uh, psychiatric medication can can suppress that that stimulation, and, and that's a problem. Now, I don't think it's something that we use in South Africa uh, as a routine. And in my, my honest opinion, if we look at childhood development, um, mm-hmm. your prefrontal cortex, where you actually develop a part of the brain which is able to react and respond to primitive emotions, so that's only fully developed after the age of 25. So you shouldn't so, really mess uh, with this stuff before then. I mean, I, I wouldn't. It, you know. one, of, one of the things that we are finding is with uh, kids, kid, and I mean kids, that embark on gender reassignment therapy. Yeah. They, they start down this road and six or seven years later, which is, you know, at only about halfway through, um, they realize, oh, but you know what? I actually am what I was born. Um, mm-hmm. they, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. they have um, uh, they, they call them detransitioners and these people yeah. are filled with regret about things that they did when they were young and impressionable and sometimes the doctors and the parents feel you know social pressure because it's a social contagion to uh, allow these people to, to transition mm-hmm. and then later on in life they have serious problems um, of course yeah. you mess with if you mess with that stuff I mean, you can tell us more than, than I can, Doc, but if you mess with that stuff at an early age, you're going to have a very unsatisfactory sex life later on, no well, matter what. You know, it's, it, it's not just an unsatisfactory sex life. Um, we, we look, for instance, at um, the risk of cardiovascular disease, et cetera, et cetera, in um, men 
um, that transition to women, and we see that their cardiovascular risk profile increases. Why? Um, because of a lack of estrogen, or, uh, you know, the other way around, it's exactly the same. Women at a young age, that transition to male, we suppress their estrogen levels. Um, right. And then estrogen that declines, you know, at your risk for cardiovascular disease now suddenly becomes one in nine instead of one in 20. Um, wow. So for your older guys, and here we're looking at your Jenners and whatever, um, so when they transition from any, male any to of the, let's just be clear, any of the Jenners here. We're not talking about just Caitlyn <laughs> Jenner. Just pick one. <laughs> no, I, I, but, yeah, but in any case, um, I, I think this just points to the the power of social media and marketing. You know, if it wasn't for that man uh, or woman, I don't really know. I, I still don't understand. You can say person. Yes, good. No, I'll say man. Um, I like that. I'm with you, if, Doc. If it, if it wasn't for him and this being so much publicized, I don't think that uh, we would be dealing with this amount of stuff. Um, yeah. if you, so it, it, it's strange. I, m- my question then is, as a parent to a person in their teens, because we're talking about boys specifically, what then are the three things that you should be looking at that should create a worry in your eye, in your mind that says, this is late and I mm-hmm. need to do something about it? What are the top three no. things? Okay, so the top three would be, and I think this might be a little bit uncomfortable for for mums, maybe not for dads, is um, development of the genitals. The genitals should enlarge. And it starts with the testicles. But you, 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 Doc, you can't just walk into the room and say, right, uh, let's have an examination right now. Yeah, I mean, for heaven's well, sake. That's why I said this might be a little bit uncomfortable. Um, you know, that's cool. A little please. bit. This could scar the kid for life. What are you talking about? It could what? also scar the mum. <laughs> yeah, of course it yeah. could. So development of the testicles, um, development of um, hair, um, pubic hair and facially can be way delayed. So pubic hair and hair under the arms, this is not a, 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 a very accurate sign. And then I think one of the easy ones is when they just don't grow, when they don't have their growth spurt at the age of 12. Um, boys have a mm. growth spurt between the age of 11 and 12 of about five centimeters. The next year, they should have a growth spurt of a little bit more. And the last growth spurt is here between the ages of 16 and 17, which can be up to about eight, nine centimeters. So if they don't hit that growth spurt, you know what? Um, you are looking at constitutional um, delay, growth delay. All right, let, me, let, me, let, let me ask something controversial here because um, there are a lot of of, of kids who feel that they need to compete in sport and physical mm-hmm. activity and they get onto uh, steroids and all, all kinds of other things that can mess with their growth, uh, particularly of muscle, but of everything else too. We know bone and, and the glands and everything else comes into this. 
How have you observed changes in South Africa over the last couple of years with this competitive need to be the biggest, which is a big thing, especially in some of the high schools in South Africa? What do you have to say about that, Doc? So, you know what, the first thing is those guys present to me in their 20s and yeah, I mean early 20s. With so by then, it's, it's, by then it's already been in progress for some time. Yeah. So they present with erectile dysfunction and emotional disturbances. For the simple mm. reason, they've literally fried the transformers um, which sits in the brain. Oh my God, so, imagine that. Um, and you can't get them back on. You know, like so, we know that if we hit by a solar storm, we on. will be plunged into the dark ages. And this is exactly what those mm-hmm. kids do. The solar storm of hormones, they fry the system completely. Erectile wow. dysfunction, small penises. So for the boys, if you want a nice big penis one day, when you can actually use it properly, you don't <laughs> nice do big penis. steroids. It's and a nice big penis. Growth. You want to be able to. You want to actually be able to get hard. Uh, don't take the steroids. I mean, that's the most Absolutely. obvious marketing message I've ever heard in my life. That's Absolutely. Um, and these guys tend to be short because if you start with hormonal treatment, um, high right. dose at an early age, you close the growth plates. So mm. um, these guys are short and squat. So they literally look, they've been squished. And what do they, they come to you because they're just desperate. They can't, they, 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 they can't what, perform. Um, they can't perform in the bedroom. Really? <laughs> Does it work for them? Um, wow. There's no sexual desire, et cetera, et cetera. You oh know, my God. In your 20s and in your early 30s, you should be humping trees. Um, yeah. All that they can hump is an imaginary yeah. Don't pull that face for me. It's true. Bona, uh, all I'm saying is seven in the morning. People must just listen to your show a little bit later this Nonsense. morning. Right people, now, people have got to I'm know. still drinking my coffee and it's hectic. Uh, we, we need people, Pumi, we need people to know this stuff. Early in the morning, get your day right, get off the steroids. There we go. Thank you, Doc. I appreciate this. I like your I like your candor and your honesty this morning. That is Dr. Mark. Do not miss his show today. Uh, just a little bit later this morning. Thanks, Doc. Nice to see you. Thanks, guys. Bye. All right. Cheers. There he is. Dr. Mark Bumi. Traumatized you. Bona. <laughs> I was never ready. Cliffcentral.com.